you know, after all the anger of the last show, it's been a good few weeks to just have some time off, chill out, and relax. Just me here, sitting with some tunes, letting the world drift on by. You know, as important as it is to call out when companies do some truly crappy business practices and, you know, if you don't, you should probably look at yourself and your reasons why that's apparently okay with you, it's even more important to celebrate what's truly good about gaming. The small victories, big landmarks that affect all of us, the things that improve the industry and that set it out as a beacon of global entertainment. The things that... The things that you know, make you smile. Inside and out. But there's not been anything. So I can for once put up my feet for a well-deserved, or at least I think well-deserved, break. Just here, with my beer, the calm ocean waves. Telegram for you, sir. Oh. 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 Okay, wasn't quite expecting that. Kevin, Xbox Series X and PS5 launched. Stop. All kinds of new releases and remastered also launched. Stop. Get your ass off the beach and get back in the studio to talk about it. Stop. PS, why did you stop? Oh. oh well. Back to reality, I guess. Bring those titles in, boys. Time to run them. Yes, hello everybody, welcome. It is the 15th of November 2020. It is five in the morning and that is the perfect time to welcome you back to Radio Redux. After a few weeks off, 
as we uh, enjoyed the boys playing uh, whatever it was <laughs> on LMC cast. Uh, there was already another one in the can, by the way, so uh, that's coming soon. That's going to be like three hours worth of, uh, I believe, them playing Sheriff of Nottingham, discussing various bits here, there, and everywhere. But we're back with, um, you know, the LMC granddaddy of them all, Radio Redux, and myself, Kevin, who is neither of those things. Um, but, yeah, we had to be back this week because of everything that's been going on. There has been good, there has been bad, um, and there has been also stuff that is um, questionable either way, of course. But, gotta say, if... It only makes sense for the period of time that I have with you today. Uh, And if I'm with you at any other point in the future, if you're listening to this on the podcast, on any of the various services where it is, whether it's on iTunes or on Amazon or on Spotify or just, um, who knows, maybe you'll listen to this directly off the LMC site at a later date. Whatever the case, it's a week of celebration for the industry as we welcome in yet another new era. How many new eras has it been? How many console generations? How many console generations has it been for Radio Redux's existence? That's a scary thought. How many console generations have existed during Radio Redux's time? How many consoles have launched? Today's music... Um, it's all about those games. Those games that have launched as part of either the Xbox Series X slash S or PlayStation 5's lineup. They uh, might be remasters of uh, games that have come out earlier in the year for the rest of us, uh, for other platforms or PC. They may well be titles Uh, that are entirely new. Whatever the case, we've got some really nice music for that. And we're going to kick off things with a familiar composer, especially uh, those of you who uh, have ever gone to video games live. It's Jack Wall. And his composition from the soundtrack to... It's a franchise that won't go away. (laughs) I I think a few people would be quite happy if it did at this point. Um, But, of course, there couldn't be a launch period of of a console generation without one of these ready to go. It's from Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. This is no higher duty.
Again, it wouldn't be a console launch without some support for Battle Royale games. And while Fortnite is indeed among the launch list, I wasn't going to have some Fortnite music this time around. Instead, what you had there was the main theme from Cuisine Royale. And if you haven't heard of that, I wouldn't be at all surprised. But um, Cuisine Royale describes itself as... Uh, on Steam, a brutal multiplayer last man standing shooter with realistic weaponry, mystic traps and demonic rituals. It's a free to play game Um, it started pretty much as a joke uh, and a parody of PUBG and Fortnite and everything that goes on with with them Um, but it's been around for a couple of years it, it keeps going um, developed by Dark Flow Software and published by Gaijin Entertainment. There's. <laughs> it's officially part of the lineup. So, hey. Um, also, that's one of the rare pieces of original music. A lot of the soundtrack actually is reworked. Uh, reworked or repurposed classical music, funnily enough. So, this is actually one of the only original works that's associated with the title, at least as far as I can find. So, have you got yourself a PS5 or an Xbox Series X Volume S Alpha Third Strike, or whatever it's called? Um, Well, personally, no. Personally, no. There's a lot more important things going on at the minute than uh, for me getting a new console. Also, in all seriousness, there's nothing from the current set of games where I've really gone, oh, yes, I need to have that to the point I spend a small fortune of money. Um, You know, unfortunately, adulting gets in the way. I am at the point now where adulting is entirely in the way of gaming. Um, I would much rather be doing gaming and stuff, but no, I've got, at some point in the near future, I'm going to move house, into a house. I've got to look at uh, various things regarding my future. Um, I'm probably going to have to learn to drive and get a car. All these things like add up. And it's incredibly frustrating, though not nearly probably as frustrating as those of you who on uh, launch week found that they had great difficulty in getting into the Xbox services. And that was irrespective, by the way, of what console you are on. If, uh, like me, you have an Xbox One, you would have found that it was very difficult to get onto Xbox services because of just the, the sudden big rush of people, the big rush of new accounts uh, really was making it suffer. It was feeding back into other Microsoft services as well. It apparently affected um, Hotmail, Outlook, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, so it was it was impacting on that as well. It is one of those things where, you know, Microsoft... It's very Microsoft is genuinely very reliable in terms of their services being up, and I can hear the scoffs in the chat even now. But in all seriousness, they are. But like with Google, Microsoft's you know all Microsoft services are effectively built on a single structure. 
just let's say just like google's uh, stuff is uh, built on a single platform there is a foundation and when that foundation crumbles or is damaged it affects everything when google has issues youtube is affected and google's search is affected and all the various other things relating to it is affected when amazon has problems that also generally tends to affect the amazon servers which intend in which Amazon's hosting servers, I should say, which then in turn affects other things at, that are use that service, which are a number of websites. So when one thing is, when one major issue occurs, it generally affects lots and lots of areas. Things seem to be a lot better now after the initial rush, but I don't know. It's um, apparently everything's genuinely sold out for both the ps5 and of course the xbox series x the s the, it was the s in particular which was obviously the, the the digital one which really had the problems with with that because obviously it was entirely relying uh on the uh, xbox digital services in order to get games downloaded and get games playing and and or anything relating to the updates, of course, it, you can imagine all of the various consoles had their versions of day one patches, as of course did the games. It's kind of for the course now. I imagine that there would have been some kind of just general, as long with the setup, an actual replacement. <laughs> Pretty much, it was always the way, isn't it? You get a console, it's like, excellent. Here is here is our platform. Here is our digital dashboard. Equivalent. Oh, by the way, we're immediately replacing it with something because we've we found after shipping that everything's kind of gone downhill and it's not very good. But there is that. Um, you've now got Amazon saying that orders uh, won't be fulfilled until New Year's Eve 2020. You've got Best Buy saying, uh, well, Best Buy have actually taken an interesting stand and they're not letting you buy a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. Is there a way we can shorten that down? <clears throat> you know, can we call it like an Xbox Double X or like or or an Xbox XS? Is is that it? That's just gonna be. We're just gonna say Series X and Series S, but then you lose the branding. I feel as if this is this has not been well thought out by the, <laughs> by the. To be honest, but uh, they're. There is that, but Best Buy have said that they're not going to let you buy one in store until 2021. But that's partly due to obviously everything going on with the coronavirus pandemic, COVID 19. I sincerely hope that wherever you are, you are safe and, you know, washing your hands and wearing a mask. It sounds daft. Well, not the whole washing your hands part, but it really does as speaking as somebody who literally works in the healthcare sector and who isn't having much fun at the minute unsurprisingly um it really does help it really really does help just reduce that infection and it's not just that's the, if if you're worried about for whatever reason if you're worried about something oh i you know i i don't need it it's not just for you it's a courtesy of protecting you and yourself and, you know, the people you care about. So please, please, please make sure you're doing your part 
so that the health services can do their part. But that's why Best Buy are not le- not allowing anybody into uh, the store because obviously it would be a big influx of people into the store to get stuff, and they're actually saying no, we don't want that. We don't want to, you know, increase that risk. We don't want people do doing an what is a sex, what is really is effectively an unnecessary trip. So they're um, ordering it for curbside delivery. Um, or, or just general like pick up outside of the store, which is fine. Which is fine. It's, 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 a, it's a good way around around of doing that. And it's interesting that you know this is obviously something that they need in terms of sales, but they've put them the the well being of their patrons of the of the people the people who actually go to their store, their customers. Uh, they've put that first, even if that's you know something that may be deemed to be you know an inconvenience for the customer I find that interesting anyway we move on we move on to a game which has um, very much defined the PlayStation 5 launch mainly because it comes packed in with every single game it's the further adventures of Astro, the cute little robot from the PSVR game. And by the way, we're going to play music from that at some point because, woo, I stumbled on some of it the other day and didn't realise how damn good it is. But that's for that's for another day and another show specifically involving virtual reality stuff. Astro's Playroom, it comes bundled in. Um, it's been referred to by uh, various outlets of the PS5's version of uh, Wii Sports in that it is a slightly educational game um, in that it goes for It's an adventure through the system architecture. And oh boy, does that sound boring when you actually say it but it's invented through the system architecture of your ps5 so little astro and his friends are gonna go and sort everything out in terms of ps5 to make sure it's working properly it's cute uh it is it is is sweet it is a happy slice of gaming uh, and it's it's causing a lot of people to have a lot of emotions um one part of the game is the GPU jungle and there is a song that plays throughout you don't get to hear it you know cleanly but mainly due to the fact that Astro himself does a lot of in his idle animations a lot of noisy stuff like lots of beeps and boops and, and waving at you and trying to get your attention to move. So, um, but luckily, somebody actually managed to get a, a, a clean recording of it. So here it is. It's the GPU song. Yes, the PlayStation 5's GPU actually has a song. Here it is. Thank you. 
iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Sega. You're listening to Radio Redux. couple of tracks there with a uh, slight similarity i thought the first of the two uh well the second of the three in in obviously reality but the first of the two that you don't know the names of was actually a preview that playstation themselves posted of the soundtrack to the pathless 
After which we had some Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Now I need to get this right, but of course I'm not going to, just because of how it is. It is called Hransmal, The Words of the Raven, and that's from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like I said. Which of course brings me on, naturally enough, to uh, the news that uh, we... uh, had Friday with regard to the situation that was developing at Ubisoft Montreal and it turns out that what uh, was feared to be a hostage situation was in fact the result of a 999 hoax call at least that's what uh, appears to be the case obviously there was a lot of outpouring at the time throughout the industry of of concern for those members of staff uh, a lot of people were sort of barricaded onto the roof and and other things to to keep them safe a lot of people worried about their their colleagues their friends their family and um like i said a lot of love was uh, shown to the ubisoft staff a lot of solidarity ubisoft themselves actually tweeted uh, about the incident not that long thereafter and i will uh, read this out for you now if i can uh, find it ubisoft took to twitter and their at ubisoft mtl account to post the following statement we want to salute the courage and composure our team showed today our focus remains on ensuring their health and well-being we would also like to thank the spvm which uh, for those of you who don't know what that is that's actually the uh, municipal police force of montreal for their quick and professional response helping to bring the situation under control. We are extremely relieved this was resolved without incident and would like to thank you all for your support and kind words. Moving on to other matters. We've talked about uh, new game consoles, new platforms. How about platforms that haven't really done what they're supposed to, such as the Google Stadia? Oh, boy. So, uh... If you've got YouTube Premium, you may have noticed recently uh, that you've been given an offer to get a a Google Stadia for free. That's a thing, apparently. Uh, No longer available to US subscribers at the time of recording, but it was the was the case that if you had YouTube Premium, subscribers could actually get the $100 Stadium Premier Edition bundle for absolute free. Uh, it's available within the UK if you're one of the free people in the world that, that actually use <laughs> YouTube Premium. Who uses YouTube Premium? Who absolutely... Who has the money? Who has the money or the inclination to use YouTube Premium? I've no idea, but apparently um, you could get the Stadia Premier Edition, which features one Stadia controller in addition to a Chromecast Ultra. Um, And presumably you'd then be able to stream Stadia games on YouTube. Stadia's hit its one-year anniversary as well. Uh, I can't remember if it's this year or next... Sorry, I can't remember if it's this week or next week. But Stadia also hitting its one-year anniversary somehow 
this platform is still around. I've, I've no idea how. It's lasted a year, but frankly, considering 2020 as a whole, um, we've not exactly had much in the way of good news, except certain things recently, um, but there's been nothing really much in the way of good news this year. So for Google Stadia to, to survive 2020... Um, is moderately impressive. This does reek slightly of that time where Steam were giving away um, through various deals uh, the Steam controllers and the Steam platform stuff. It, It does smell rather a lot of that. So, yeah, sure. Um... Uh, one thing to note, Google has said that the new Chromecast with Google TV won't actually support the gaming service until the first half of 2021. So in the unlikely event you've also got a Chromecast with Google TV um, and a Google Stadia, which presumably means you work for the company, because again, no other bugger in the world will actually have this. Um, bad news for at least another six to eight months. But I'm sure you can hold out with everything else that's going on. But hey, like I say, (laughs) if you want a Google Stadia and you're in the UK, a YouTube (laughs) premium subscription is apparently the way to go. Just in case, you know, you really want another way to play Sonic Mania. Up next, two tracks that when I was putting this together uh, really caught my, well, not eye, but ear. The first of which is from Borderlands 3. Um, now, I, I'll i be honest, I have no interest in Borderlands at all, as a series. Never have. I've played, I played two briefly, I believe, and I found it incredibly boring. Absolutely, absolutely awful. Um, so, we've got that coming up oh there's so much more music i want to play it's really frustrating but we will have from uh skywell 27 to reese's rescue and it's a very different i think sounding track and a different soundtrack overall actually i might find might play some more borderlands 3 in the future that's how much i enjoyed this um, but there's that, and there's also a Manifold Garden. Now, if you've not come across Manifold Garden before, again, I wouldn't be at all surprised. But it, too, has a fantastic soundtrack. It's an indie first-person puzzle game title, um, which was developed by the American artist William Cheer. Uh, it was actually originally released in, well, uh, October 2019. So it's over a year old, this uh, already out on Switch, PS4, and you know, a number of other things. Um, but it really is a... I'm not quite sure how to describe it, actually, in terms of... The, it sounds like a fractal pattern. That's all I can say. One of those visual fractal images. It sounds like that. And when you hear it, you'll know of other things, other pieces of music that it sounds like in that particular genre. But other than that, I really don't know how to describe it. But I heard it and wanted to 
share this one in in particular out of all of the f tracks that we actually have today this one in particular is really one that i want you to hear the composer uh, of the Manifold Gone soundtrack is uh, Larissa Okada. The track is called Sky and Water, and those are the two items that you've got coming up next, after which we'll lead on to uh, probably the biggest story outside of platforming, outside of new platforms uh, that we've had this last week. And um, I'm not so sure about that one. Anyway, here's those tracks. For 15 years, bringing you the best in video game music, this is Radio Redux.
Borderlands 3 and Manifold Garden there. The Borderlands track actually sounding very synth-wavy, wasn't it? Yeah, loving that. Loving that. So, uh, this brings us on to some UK domestic news. And I was going to play a track from Dirt 5, which would have tied in quite nicely, but we are indeed running out of time. So, instead... Let's get down straight to it. Take two are buying Codemasters. It is an announcement which is literally in every sense. This ain't it, Chief. Um, obviously, Codemasters, one of the UK's uh, biggest independent studios, uh, if not the biggest, quite possibly. Well, not for, not for much longer. Um, Take Two, you know, the publisher of Borderlands, which we've obviously just mentioned, and Grand Theft Auto, uh, they have agreed to uh, buy the developer who are responsible for a number of racing titles, including the Formula One games, obviously. Uh, £759 million, pounds or $994 million, uh, is expected to go through in spring 2021, as reported by Eurogamer and all sorts of other places. How the studio will be affected, I don't know, um, or no one particularly knows at the minute, but I wouldn't be at all surprised that, that like, in all honesty, Cody's is out in the middle of bloody nowhere. Uh, you, in terms of getting there, if you don't have a car, you're stuffed. As as somebody who doesn't have a car and who had to get to, who had to go to Cody's on a couple of occasions, it's great fun to walk from a village um, through a whole series of fields down a whole bunch of B roads to get to where Cody's is. Um, I can imagine actually that Take Two might actually move them away from that location to somewhere more central uh, at some point down the line, which will be an absolute shame because pretty much the entirety of that area is just full of Cody's people. Um, but take two, I don't think we really care about that that much. Um, there is absolutely nothing good from this in reality. Um, take two boss uh, Strauss Zelnick said that Cody's racing output would fit well with his publishing giant's existing sports fair. Yeah. Uh, while Cody's would benefit from Take-Two's distribution and marketing. Would it? Was Cody's, like, in that big of a you know, problem when it comes to that? Well, no one's ever said, oh, you know, Codemasters could do better marketing on stuff. It's, it's, it's all money. And, um, hey, it might not necessarily go through, you know, because there's been reports outside of this initial announcement that the uh, some of the top investors within the company aren't happy about the deal. And not because I... Not because we don't want, you know, this giant take to, you know, getting their grubby mitts on Codemasters. No, it's because they don't think that... Take two are paying enough. <laughs> so this may have legs, this, but it does mean that Take Two uh, will acquire Codemasters and they will join the likes of 2K, Rockstar, Private Division, and a number of other places. Who's left? 
in terms of independence. Sumo and rebellion, pretty much, isn't it? Of, of the biggies. That aren't expressly owned by anybody? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Microsoft will go after them. Maybe Microsoft's put in a counter offer. That would be something. That would be interesting. Anyway. We're going to end today with a, a couple of tracks from games that have, for various people, defined this particular console launch period. The first is Spider-Man Miles Morales, and that is This Is My Time by The Cray. And because I did promise some Sega... We are going to have some Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon uh, receive you the Dragon of Dojima. Those are your two tracks to end today. Thank you very much for watching. I'll be back soon with more Radio Redux and I hope you will enjoy the rest of your week. I'm next on Radio Sega. It's Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy. So stay tuned for that if you're listening to this as it premieres. Otherwise... Bye, everybody. Here we go. Got my position. Let's hit the bro. Came along. Now my people here with me. I'm in my zone. Been around the block a time or two. I tell you where to go. I tell you how to move. I got longitude and latitudes. Keep it moving. That's my attitude. Looking back, I know they probably doubt me Now the city on my back, I wear it proudly I'm a hero in the making <laughs> If I'm dreaming, you can't wake me I think I'm destined to win it They playing games, I ain't in it Yeah, yeah. I took the message and sent it Felt like I was born for this minute This is my time I'm seizing the moment Cause I gotta go for the time's gone They scared of the dark Cause I'm bringing the light with a nice long I shine on See it coming, I don't need a sign This the moment, I'ma make it mine This is my time I'ma make it mine, this is my time